Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Overwatch, the Overwatch League podcast from your favorite animals, the Plexomatic Cookie himself, the Great Root Bear representing the hockey folk people today with Yamamoto Bear and yours truly, of course, the Drama King. Everybody, how's everybody feeling after this past weekend? Uh, not going to lie, a little bit booed after seeing certain results not go our way but uh yeah yeah we'll get to uh, that later yeah all i know is super black guy was bang on <laughs> yeah we uh as we're just uh, completely yeah it was amazing yeah in our in our <laughs> previous chat we our match of the week uh, spoiler alert we were all wrong that, it's so, a little this bit is wrong. something you will hear uh undoubtedly i'm sure mm. more times throughout this season we were all wrong can we just agree our, that we um, suck at making these predictions yes yes but but that's that is the fun I, nothing ventured nothing gained damn mm. it i refuse to back down from rampant speculation yeah so but regardless uh our, you know our first kind of topic of the day is we're going to recap the weekend and just talk about how the brackets are mm. set um We'll take a really quick look at the actual brackets for the kickoff class show. Here we're going to start in the West. Uh, we had the selections at, at the end of all the games this week. So the top four seeds got to select their opponents. And uh, it was mayhem. One of the biggest made the top four. Oh, yeah. Which indeed. was, um, I don't want to say like a total surprise because like they looked interesting at the beginning. They've stayed in them, but, but I think a lot of, we talked about like, they're going to have to punch up to get into those top four kind of spots. And lo and behold, they did. Yeah. And I think realistically that's off the back of some really good coaching. Cause one thing I've noticed in recent games is the idea of counter counter comping. Sorry. Mm -hmm. It's like we seen against Houston outlaws. They try the checkmate Sombra and then, and obviously he against the justice. This is something I picked up on, which I never really noticed. I'm not sure it's a general thing or not. Notice Hydron's positioning. Because typically with the soldier in these compositions, these dive right. compositions, yep. you'll see the soldier on an off angle. It's like it goes yep. 2 1 2. So you have the Winston Tracer as one team. You have the soldier on the off angle. And then you have the supports. Hydron was on the off angle, but the supports were with him. So essentially, yeah. as Mag was trying to dive in, he had Helix rockets, sleep darts. Lucy oh yeah, and, and in addition to all the sustainability of having your back line, yeah, having your back, and in addition to the fact that soldiers got some pretty good sustain yeah. as well. And what I thought was really smart was their Gibraltar attack round mayhem, mm -hmm. because they start off with checkmate Genji Hydron Widowmaker. Yeah, they swapped Hydron to the Tracer, which I thought was really clever because if let's say Justice wanted to match that. They can't, because Decay is both the Tracer and the Genji, while Happy's the Widowmaker. So in order to actually count, sort of match up, they'd have to swap Decay onto Genji, Happy onto Tracer, which resets two ultimates. Sure. Whereas with Mayhem, let's say they wanted to go back to Widowmaker, only one change, because Checkmate on Genji accesses the high ground and things like that. So it was a very clever, sort of simple things that stood out to me like I that. positioning and how they use the damage players 
for sure. And before before we even, I guess, we even get into the bracket, I mean, let's just kind of take a look back at the week. The week that was, as they say, um, starting, uh, we'll, we'll kind of jump into APAC first, starting with Soul Dynasty kind of waking up mm-hmm. a yeah. little bit this weekend. Um, Smurf Winston. Smurf. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Smurf. Yeah, he do, do what you do best. He played some Zarya, but he'll predominantly sure. his Winston. Yeah, yeah. The, the, nothing. a little bit of Reinhardt, I believe. Yeah, no, yeah, we saw a little bit of Reinhardt in APEC. Yeah, control sensor <gasps> Li Zhang. Mm-hmm. God, it does exist. Yeah, we'll, we'll, Reinhardt we'll can play in APEC. Reinhardt, Reinhardt had an interesting weekend overall, and we'll get into that a little bit between, especially on the NA side of things, hmm. um, especially that last day. But uh, yeah, soul, soul kind of finally waking up, maybe punching up a little bit to their, to their potential. And APAC again continues. No offense to NA to be the more, the far more interesting region to me. With yeah, with some of yeah. these results and stuff like that. Richard, and any takeaways from you this weekend? Well, you know, the biggest thing was I, you know, Philly is looking a little bit. Philly's dropped. All right, we have to come up with another word. By the way, everybody says dropping the spaghetti. That's like the meme in, you know, we're not what doing is, that. What does Philly have to do with spaghetti? Nothing, but that's just the typical thing. Like, oh, shoot, they screwed up. Like, they were doing well. They dropped yeah. the ball, right? Something so, that Avril came a, up with last year, I believe. Yeah, it's the Overwatch League version of, of drops the ball. But like, I'm so sick of hearing drop the spaghetti. We need another term for when a team, like, it's mm. going good. And then spill, like, I mm. used to say pee in the cereal. It's so disgusting. It's so awful. I mean, how would you even come up with that? Pee in cereal, Matt. What, what kind of, say, I've never heard what that did one. you do? I come what from the world of pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this is true. Oh my god, this is true. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We'll, we'll have to think about that one. You know, yeah, what whatever. Yeah, we'll have to come back yeah. to that next week. Yeah, because there's but, no ball to drop, right? I think that makes a lot of sense. There's no ball to drop. You know, like, I mean, it's a virtual ball, but. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 nined their season like they c nined. I it guess, was weird. Whatever. No, no, I, I Philly, I think yeah, they, Philly dropped yeah. the ball. Yeah, they looked really freaky. But I think actually the biggest thing was Seoul looked a lot more composed when yes. they played again. Like I, I, you know, you know me. I'll speak more broadly in terms of like movement and structure. But they felt more composed overall. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is what we we're expecting. And and do you remember how we said like it's going to take a little bit of time for teams to find their flow, and they're going to have to do it in real time. They can't, they can't even practice independently outside of right, scrims yeah. with so this game yes and we're starting to see that ramp up and that's where i thought it was actually pretty wild for me though it was less philly doing poorly i mean they they, they were a bit weird but actually i actually thought soul was was good and they didn't yeah. waste any time you know we saw a little bit of strangeness like when we saw like the sf titans game but i also think the titans weren't as bad in that case as i thought they would have been like they actually played better outside of that one map where they were just all over the place but Soul yeah. is looking quite strong. Wait, did you, know? you say the SF Titans, the San Francisco Titans? No, 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 so, no, no. Shock did better than like. Sorry, Titans did better than I thought they would against. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah. against. Oh, Shock. Oh, oh, I, you were saying the game, Titans. the SF yeah, in the Titans. game, in the oh, game. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, no. But uh, like I said, I think I think Philly they just looked uh, <laughs> burnt the cheesecake is what Chesto Cave said. They've burnt. The, I mean, I think we should find specific phrases for each team for when they quote unquote drop the ball oh yeah. okay I yeah can like see burn that. the sure. cheesecake you drop the cheese steak you know burn the cheese steak yeah the cheese steak yeah oh that's yeah. pretty good all I right will say this yes as you said soul looked a lot better oh yeah like, creative 
I've mm-hmm. always said was a very stable player, and it's showing. Like, like he's keeping mm-hmm. the healing going. It's like, okay, you guys do your thing. I'll just keep keep you guys alive, and mm-hmm. he's just really coming to his own. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah. And I think another thing we need to actually discuss a little bit here is Guadjo Charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's going on with the, what's going on with these lads? Think- this is, I mean, we everyone was you know craps all over the Valiant. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that too, but yeah, like they're hands down, they're the Vancouver Titans of APAC, like yeah, hands think, down, bottom of the barrel. But what's going on there? I'll say because one thing I've noticed is, is first of all, Rio, who's been with that org for the longest, I believe, he has just sort of gotten weaker and weaker in terms of his sort of power. It's like he spiked when he first joined the team, has been going down ever since, and mm-hmm. it's just this weird thing where you'd feel like they don't have that sort of solid solidness. I can't remember the exact yeah. words. Mm-hmm. They're not as solid. And then they look better with Krong in. They're off tank player. I think he's a better yes. idea, but even then, I mean, Choice say one's been looking good. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah, but, Choi, Choi, like they, they had moments. Yeah, Choi, far away, far away has their, his yep. moments. Moments, yeah. But there's like, not enough moments. Yeah, I, mean, I said this about season one, Florida Mayhem. They're seven and thirty-three boss. I mean, Richard might be able to mm-hmm. back me off on this. It's like, there wasn't enough to get them over the line. So Correct. Yep. Yeah, like, I agree. The I agree. There, they make the plays. I mean, we always obviously, Richard, you probably remember side play taking people's heads off left, right, center. <laughs> oh yeah. Who yeah. couldn't? And it's just a case of they just don't didn't have enough to get over the line. And then another thing about charge, which really drives me nuts, it's if they're waiting too much. It's like it's like not being waiting aggressive for, enough. Well, not essentially that. It's like there's when you see a team counterattack, it's like you go in and then we'll react accordingly. With the charge, it's almost like they want to go in, but it's like they're waiting this extra five seconds just to get one ultimate online that they quote unquote might yeah. need and by and in that five seconds oh, yeah. their opponents have already done what they wanted to yeah yeah there's a little bit of like hesitance to commit to the brawl at times um you know but i i, I think they just they're it, it just feels like they're not comfortable at times with the game with the with with, yeah. the, with the style yet yet i i think there's potential for them right because they do have those moments. And then, look, I mean, I know that's a little bit cliche because that is what wins say, and loses like, games. Yeah, so right? like, we all have potential. You know, right? They you all have potential and, you wouldn't and they all have you. moments. Yeah. I just want to see, like, they just, the, you know what it is? They don't have a system yet that that they that they can defer yeah. to where they just kind of go. It makes me wonder if they're, like, oh, trying to actually communicate the plays while they're doing them versus, like, having yeah. having them more structured and wrote in terms of their behavior in terms of the response like they know how to play off each other within certain environments right yeah and again it's one of those cases where i just chalk everything up to the fact that players don't have enough they still they are underexposed yeah, to their huge. own game right now true. and i just yeah. i feel like what we see at guangzhou is that they're just not there yet although i am happy that more people are pronouncing Guangzhou properly because remember there were like yeah. people kept saying like Guangzhou. Guangzhou. I can't remember who it was. I've it was like, how do you Guangzhou. say that? What was one of the casters last year kept saying like Guangzhou? I'm like, seriously, it's not like I yeah. say London Spitfire. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how? Come on. Like, if you cover words. the region, you better learn. To I know, pronounce. and these sounds yeah. exist in 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 all in English. So, so yeah. come on. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. What I think really <laughs> sucks about Guangzhou, they've got Eileen on the bench. Yeah, he's a I know. really talented hit scan. 
Mm-hmm. So I'd say start him every once in a while because yeah. he can play the Widowmaker. He's got the trace of Sombra as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say run him out for a bit. Let, and I think Richard that. Richard makes a really good point about things like they don't have a system yet, or even we we were talking about a little bit privately, you know. And I even put this out on Twitter. I was like. The idea that we talked about how much more, you know, with less shields and more individual mm-hmm. impact with less players is what, you know, quote unquote, and I've kind of evolved this since then. I said, I said, quote, unquote, is one tricking more viable, both <laughs> in character and in yeah. meta and in team comp. And Looking I think, you, it, London. <laughs> I think it kind of it, but London is a great example of why. And I think the teams, even if it's not ideal long term, some of the teams who at least find a, hey, here's our strong suit. It may not be quote yeah. unquote meta with you know whatever, but but if we play this really freaking well, it actually has the ability to punch through. Yeah. And team so teams who are finding that a little bit are having more success. Yeah. Whereas teams like Guangzhou, just, they haven't even found their their strength yeah. yet. I mean, one thing I've always believed in is playing to the strengths of what you have. It's like, yes, yep. this may be your meta, but if you're not good at the meta, why not find something different? I, mean, I think if Guangzhou went down that route, they might be able to stumble across something. Yeah, I mean, some people are too locked mm-hmm. into, oh, well, yeah. what's everybody else playing? We Meta need to mirror it or whatever. Meta, yeah. The term I've heard. yeah. What is I mean, it? Meta slaves. Meta slaves. Oh, yeah, that's the term <laughs> I've heard. Way, out of context, that's way different. Yeah, I know. I mean, you have to remember that <laughs> London, their coach now is Christopher, who for years was on Philadelphia Fusion. So the fact right. he's getting playing that well. He's actually a testament to his coaching. Yeah, no, it's and you, you you're good at what you're good at, and you know what? With with that, I'm gonna kind of we'll get back to the brackets, but for, while we're on the subject, right? Like these, everybody was kind of like, eh, yeah. And occasionally, you know, again, London's gonna break out the brawl. They're pretty yep. much the only ones thrown around, and then we saw Houston mirror it. We saw mm-hmm. Atlanta try to mirror it. We saw it busted out in APAC. So, I mean, are we seeing a little resurgence of Ryan, or is this still just people I figuring out the meta, figuring out what works? To me, the Ryan comp feels like an anti-meta comp. It's like okay, like, looking at when they used it, they used it against Atlanta, yeah, and they used it to shut down Hawk, who at the time was on the Doomfist. I mean, we'll get obviously there's a whole Gator scenario where he decides to take the ego deal, but <laughs> yeah, overall it was clear that they were using that composition to shut down Hawk. And obviously, subsequently, LA Gladiators did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's going to be a meta comp to me. It feels more like an anti-meta comp. Mm. Which is- yeah, I think I think it is a lot of responsiveness as well, too, which is, again, always good to see. You know, it's one of those cases where, you know, when in doubt, you know, Mirror can be pretty safe when you see it. Um but I, I am curious to see where it'll it, it'll go. I, I still feel like, given the the nature of play, I don't feel like it's Ryan is really great on the meta yet. Mm-hmm. But I, again, this is Overwatch. It's like one patch, and everything's gonna get bizarre. <laughs> oh, of, yeah. of course, next but next I, stage yeah. is gonna be wild. I'll say next. Patch yeah, but I, th- I think as a mirror go. option. Look, it's a 5v5 and there's only one tank. If you're not sure what to do, your safest bet is to mirror and at least you're doing the same thing. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you just duplicate what it is that you're seeing your opponent do. Worst case scenario. From a strat perspective, that's what you would do. Right. 
so long as said tank can handle Ryan. And I think most of them can reasonably handle Ryan. It's not like when we first saw Winston and a lot of people are just not good <laughs> with Winston and his electric tickler. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird to get used to him for the first time, right? Yeah. Whereas Ryan is like, I think everybody has handled Ryan. If you're in any tank role, you've handled Ryan. True. Probably, yeah, probably one of the more firm and like, uh, I guess, perennial like main tank picks and just kind of pseudo meta picks or whatever, I think is one of those. So I think it is one of those people comps and uh, choices that most mm -hmm. teams are, are you seeing. Although uh, one thing we've seen a lot of, which I'm, I'll be very curious to see in the kickoff clash, especially, especially in, in NA. Cause I just think it's gotten more use is a big counter to Ryan has been, uh, Doomfist. Mm -hmm. Doomfist actually counters Ryan pretty well. Uh, uh, nine, I'm, I'm not going to say nine times out of ten, but a lot of the time. I think that's fair. Um, but for now, mm -hmm. we will talk about and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of move into it. It finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. It came home, and it was on Saturday. London versus Atlanta. Did you did you watch the game, Richard? I actually didn't. You, you <laughs> missed this. Oh my! I did. God. That was one of the games. I you know it was a really like busy weekend. And I'm like okay, I had to pick and choose, and that was one where I was like, eh, what's the worst thing that I'm gonna miss? You know, and, and you I feel like it. I missed a lot, and I feel like watching Ooh. the highlights did not make up for that. No, man, I... it was it was <laughs> the start of a rough weekend uh, to uh, for Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, London has been down there with again punching up a little bit down there with Vancouver, though at the bottom of the NA barrel, and. The uh, as we we mentioned briefly before, and I'm here. Let me take it. Let me find it first. The Gator did um, on the from the Atlanta Rain. Mm -hmm. Did there? Here it is. Here's here, the infamous okay. tweet, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see it. Let's see it. Want to square up in the in the honorable Rhine Rush mirror? And sure enough, Adi says, "Oh hell yeah." And, and look what happened. <laughs> they got diffed. It was a good game. It was close. It was 3-2, but they got diffed. And yeah. with, with extreme prejudice. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back yeah. and watch like the full game, like not the highlights. I feel like I got to watch the entire oh, it's game good. To, to prep up. But that's, I mean, that's what you get, right? For making these bold declarations. I'm like... It's like when Lisa Simpson was trying to tell Homer, you know, helping him with his betting on football. It's like, didn't you hear the fear in his voice? His lack of confidence. <laughs> um, I always think it's funny, though, right? Like, it happens, man. Like, don't be the person to make big statements and then get your butt yeah. kicked. It happens. Right? And I, I, I like to put it came home because this was the matchup last year. Yes, last year. Yeah. I don't remember what stage it was. But uh, it was Atlanta versus Atlanta. Atlanta was kind of starting. Either starting or was already on kind of on their uh on their role and it was right before what was the big football 
it was the Europe it European was the Cup. Cup. It was the World, World Cup. Cup of European Championships, I believe. Okay, it was delayed from twenty twenty. So yes, I, I want to say it was the European Championships. But I yeah, I think you're, I mean, no, I think you're right because I mm-hmm. remember it, people were talking, and it was at the end of that match that uh, right right at the end, right when they capped and Atlanta won, mm-hmm. Gator typed in chat, "It's not coming home." to the to, yeah. the to the londonites and and it, 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 people erupted and a lot of people just thought it was good banter which i also i do agree it was kind of capitalizing on a meme a lot of people were all upset about it but so to me not only, i just thought it was kind of poetic justice that their first this is london's first win of the season yes uh second i believe who did they beat before uh, ooh, did they beat new to... york no I, or vancouver <laughs> it's probably either vancouver or new york I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah. But still, to, I mean, against Atlanta, who again, everybody, some people had originally number one in their uh in their power rankings preseason and have kept them relatively high. This it, I just thought it was kind of a fun full circle moment uh, for London. And I and Cheers, 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 have some fish and chips, lads. You you you've you earned <laughs> that one. I, I I'm curious to see. I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean London doesn't make the kickoff clash, unfortunately. And which, okay. speaking of which, I will. It was Vancouver, I think. Yeah, it, I've got it up on my screen now. It's Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. okay. So double check. But, there's any others as well. Still, second big, second one of the season. Oh, big oh, one. They also beat Boston Uprising. Oh, that's right. They, they did beat. So man, oh, like, yeah. they're like I said, this is where. Yeah. Wow. London, London punch-up season. There's so much Overwatch this season. London already. calling. Oh, I know already, right? Especially we get, we've had to make up for APAC, so they've yeah. had like Thursday games and everything like that to get in uh, to get all on sync for this coming up tournament. But I mean, let, let's let's get into the the tournament. In fact, actually, I'm going to go ahead and let's go. Let's look at APAC first because it's a little bit more condensed. Spark. So Spark, which we uh, again, we, we'll talk about it now because there's no point in not talking about. It, but that'll be yeah. we don't we won't have a quote unquote match of the week this week mm-hmm. because there's a bunch of tournament spots to fill up as this progresses. So we're gonna pick our winners and you'll you'll see our full things. But I think, man, out of out of the four APAC teams that have qualified, I think Spark have had the most consistent start yeah. to their season. They're and vicious, is that man. crazy. Dude, they're so aggressive. Like, I love how oh they like, punch you down and yeah. shoot you. Like, it's like, you know, like, boy tries to run out back alley and you shoot him in the back. Like, Spark are bloodthirsty. I love that. It's like their finger guns are real guns and they just want to hurt you and destroy your family and, <laughs> yeah. like, generations to come. No, I really like the way they play. They play a really aggressive style, which I think is, like, is is great. Because I've always hated their their name and their branding and the yeah entire anime weeb thing like it just used to drive me crazy um they're like oh they wear pink i'm like whatever pink and black is and is, heart, is the logo uh, uh, finger guns yeah it's finger guns. yeah it's an anime reference of some sort i can't remember exactly uh cer- yeah certain cer- certain scientific railgun um yeah <laughs> okay. it, yeah it, it basically isn't one, the, isn't one of the owners an anime company so I, yeah I yeah i mean they, yeah. yeah they're they're all like into broadcast ownership stuff like that without going yeah. into too much detail but i will say though they're the play style's exciting Right, it is such a good look for for the yeah. league, and, and it's the style that I love about Overwatch. There's precision, there's a bit of aggression, but they finish so well, and their collapse is so clean, and yeah. and, and they're consistent. 
and it's yeah. it's really really cool and that's actually one of the reasons why i like how soul's playing because they're starting to get that like finish finish and you get that kind of movement in the collapse is so clean and i yeah. really dig that about those two teams right now whereas that's everyone so else is like yeah sorry go ahead plex but yeah it's like with the spark mm-hmm. i mentioned last week how they play with no fear because of all the rookies yeah. and yeah it is very it's clear cool. in how they play it's yeah. like alpha Yi impressed me he a lot yeah dude, he, he is popping the hell off like, everyone goes about shy i think alpha Yi's on for rookie of the year yeah and then he's got super rich and, and who's mm-hmm. trying to remember the name of his support partners so you got I, super rich on main support Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna bug me now. <laughs> You'll help. <find> Help. <laughs> but still, it no, like they, they they've been having these consistently. They're pop, they're popping off at all all the right times. And I think, they, I mean, the question is, do they run through this tournament? You know what I mean? Do they meet? Dragons have been inconsistent, but I feel like this weekend kind of refound their footing as it were mm-hmm. so they have all the potential in the world and again so that actually to be fair that second game is, is going to be more inch- i think spark is going to whoop up on fusion unless yes. unless yeah. they can pull out that week one fusion and even that i think they'd still have difficulty against I, the joe is playing right now i agree right? yeah let's say the support partner is irony just yeah. for the record yeah I mean, with the double elimination bracket anything's possible so well, yeah. we know Fusion could win the first game and then Spark go with the salty run back. Mm-hmm. And then the Dragons yeah. sweep the winner's racket. We just don't know. Yeah. Anything could happen. I think realistically, that first match is going to be depending on which Fusion turn up. And keep in mind, they've only just played each other as well. Mm-hmm. Can, can, we, really can, we, make it, can we make an argument that, um, and maybe this is bold, that Philly Fusion are the uh, Washington Justice of APAC? <laughs> You just don't know which like, one you're gonna get. Yeah, like really hot and cold. Yeah, I, mean, I can see what yeah, they're trying to do. Is that fair? I don't, like. I don't know if it's that bad, but I, it's like they they seem to like just walk through week one. It's like, mean, oh, sh- shaking our our stuff out yeah. there, kicking up big bat shopping bags, walking it down would, the street like they just you know yeah, want to I mean, spree at Macy's. Compar- but... If we take that comparison, Fusion have a little bit of leeway because they're predominantly rookies, whereas you look at Washington, yeah, they've got yeah, a yeah. lot of veteran presence. Yeah. And you think so they should be doing better. I mean, even Krillin has league experience on London Spitfire. Yeah. So you'd think mm-hmm. they'd be doing better with that amount of talent on their roster. Mm-hmm. But at least with Fusion, I mean, they've been looking really good, even in defeat. I'll say that much. Yep. Yeah. As we so, often say, the scoreline doesn't always reflect how close some of the maps are. Yeah. That's fair. If, if if they show up, you you could be right. I mean, they they can mm-hmm. move through the if the Philly, if week one Philly shows up. Yeah, like I mean, MN three was MN, such yeah. a beast, Dude, right? I'm the like, and that, and stuff. Yeah, yeah and and uh, you know what? Yeah, which one are we gonna get? That, that that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is that it, it's also that remember as time goes on, the other teams are sort of powering up, they're catching up, and like Philly had a like they landed so well to start. That they they were they, you know they had a great look they were structuring well and other teams were kind of figuring things out like I mean Seoul looked really weird <laughs> and and when they opened mm. right they I was like oh I mean what what's going on here um, but I just think I think I I, I don't think they can beat Hangzhou um, I mean yeah. Hangzhou think about it you got like 
cheesesteaks and some pretty awful food up against like the greatest tea plant. We're not doing this in the anymore. World. We're not no. doing this. No, Hangzhou we're not is doing so this good. anymore. No, Richard. No, no. They're powered we're not, by tea. We're not talking about the food. They're all lovely cities in their own way, and they're all terrible cities in their own way. Well, we're talking about the players on the damn roster. They do have great Beaux Arts uh, architecture. It's a very French inspired city. Never go there. Then they're the number eighteen million seed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, but Agreed. yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I think Dynasty will, will come on. I mean, personally, I think it's going to be sparking Dynasty somewhere, like getting getting to the end. That uh, has that happened yet, by the well, way. Well, I mean, it's it's weird because I know I, I'm assuming Dynasty is going to like botch it against the Dragons, and then they'll come back. That's how it's yeah, going to happen. We'll just shoot ourselves with this foot right here. Yeah. Well, I mean, there seems to just be. Well, that's what I mean by like APAC is like, this is. I feel like there's a lot more volatility and like yeah. even yeah. like even though I think Spark has been the most consistent, it there's still I still have that weird little like itchy feeling that I'm like, uh, they could just crumble. Which yeah. I don't like yeah. feeling, but it's like I what I will say about this region is yep. that depending on like we've said, who shows up, I think the final could be any four, any two of these four. Yeah. Like, and it wouldn't totally shock me. There's yeah. no like no yeah. way they're not making there's no way the X team is making it to the end. So just yeah. saying that uh, Super Black Eye are the most accurate predictive model that exists uh, in Overwatch League is saying that it's going to be Spark versus Dragons that we must and that we must mark his words. Well, we'll yeah. mark his words right here, just so he can't deny <laughs> yeah. it again. He later. was bang on right was, with that Glad's throw. Yeah, I will say one thing about <laughs> APAC, sort of piggying back it off what Matt said is like a lot of the teams feel like they're on the same level for different reasons. Yeah, so sure. You got, Spark with their aggressive playstyle, oh, no fear. You've got the Dragons with their, their quality. You've got Dynasty coming through. So like mm -hmm. everyone's got the reason to be on that level. Whereas yeah. you look at NA, it's very clear who is where a lot of the time. Well, let's do that. Let's take a look at yeah. NA. Well, uh, we we kind of started here, but we'll go back here. Obviously, our top four seeded teams ended up being the Shock, uh, the Fuel, the Los Angeles Gladiators and the Florida Mayhem in their mm -hmm. top, and they all got to select their opponents. So, uh, Shock uh, being the number one seed got to select first. Yeah, and, Mayhem uh, for the record didn't get to pick. Right, so they they were left with uh, the scraps. Uh, yeah, the reheated <laughs> leftovers that are the Atlanta Rain. They are the Atlanta <laughs> Rain. Um, <sighs> but uh, oh, Shock, yeah, Shock got to pick first, and we we were just talking about it, the justice. Um, I mean, is this a like we would, is this a case of which justice shows up? Uh, it's hard to tell. I mean, or is this clear cut to you? On paper, given their run, shock should walk this. Yeah, but it's all going to come down to whether or not they can shut down the DPS line. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, because that's what Mayhem did in their match recently. They made sure that Decay never got into the action. Like mm -hmm. you saw, the best way to put it is in. In professional football, like what I would call football, you guys called soccer. Of course. Yeah, because you're weird. Because <laughs> we're Major weird. League Soccer. Yeah. Because <laughs> we just like, have to. Yeah. It's like a lot of the time, like, there's a term called man marking, where mm, you have mm. one player marking mm. another player. There's Excuse also you? Man marking? <laughs> don't, don't man mark me. Oh, Only we're going to mark you so good. I, I deal with enough man so marks. Good. Yeah, in, in, in <laughs> my other line of work. So, yeah. so anyway, <laughs> Wait, like, the daytime that, or the nighttime one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what I mean yeah. by that is that checkmate 
was essentially keeping Decay under wraps. It's like yep. wherever Decay went, checkmate went. Yeah. And at times you saw him going, right, he's over here. And then the team just collapses on him. Like he basically did get to play the game. And they did a similar yep. thing with Happy as well. Mm-hmm. So justice for me, if Decay is having a good game, they are scary. Mm-hmm. If Decay is kept quiet, they're not gonna work because I said before how how they're so all in on decay, they've got no plan B. Whereas with a team like the Florida Mayhem, you look at them, if say Majed's not having a good game, then Hydron can pick up the slack. It's like everyone can play their part. It's almost like like the best way to describe it is that episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Will joins the basketball team uh-huh. and they base their strategy on passing it to Will. Yeah, that's justice. As a case of, if they can't get the ball to win, you're relying, yeah, you're relying on the deadlift of mm. one, yeah, you know, one DPS player. Yeah, but as I mean, yeah, I mean, decay, decay, and happy as a pair should, on you know, a given day, pound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it just they it, it doesn't seem to have the synergy with everybody else. Yeah, I mean, there's always. I've said before, there's that disconnect between when they attack, the supports are left like sitting ducks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that before, right? In the, in the way they're played, yeah. there's like too much of a, a little bit too far, right? You leave them a little bit too exposed. Yeah, and, that's, and as I said off the top, we saw Hydron with the supports at all times yeah. rather than going off on his own. And right. it worked. It helped defend them. Yes. Whereas with Justice... The second someone checkmate were in there, and they didn't have the sleep dart. <laughs> it was like back to the small queue you go. Well, right after that, uh, the Dallas Fuel, the number two seed, got to choose their opponent, which many people thought that the Shock would choose because many people out of the top eight to qualify for the kickoff clash um, would argue that the opponent that the Dallas Fuel chose was sorry, Richard, the weakest of the top eight teams mm-hmm. in the Toronto Defiant. So a lot of people were surprised that the Shock didn't pick the Defiant. Um, why do we think, for the, in that example, why do we think Shock might have picked Justice instead of Defiant, um, who is arguably at the kind of bottom of this top eight? I, I wasn't actually sure. I was convinced Shock was going to choose Toronto. Yeah, a lot I, of people I really were. was. I think and everybody I was, like, was. Yeah, and then I was like, oh. Okay, Justice. Well, I mean, that means Dallas is going to choose him, obviously, because it's like one day three owed. But then I was also like, yeah, it's easy. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, you know, the only thing I could imagine is they're worried about what like maximum streak potential would be. But I, I actually have no idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think using my example of all in on one player, I mean, mm-hmm. Defiant, they're not reliant on one player. You've, they've spread the workload. Like, yeah. Isu, Finale, although oh, every player can carry the weight so yeah. i think that's probably why they didn't go with defiant mm-hmm. went with justice because with justice you literally have to shut down one player and you're good to go yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. that could be a factor in my opinion gotcha so i mean right. we, we are a bit better too like toronto I, one could argue like your supports are a little bit more self-sustaining when needed like we've seen like Chorongo totally nuts. We've seen Twilight yes. go totally nuts. Yes. And that can yeah. be one of those things that if they're just on fire one day, it, it it's 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 a bit frustrating. It's a bit tiring. Plus, then you don't have to play them right away, right? Because it's like it's one of those cases where you've got to, it's a long, it's a tournament, it's a knockout. You got to start to think mm-hmm. about how long these games are gonna go for. 
you know, it's funny now that you mentioned it, Plox. Yeah, the idea of shutting down one player, you might as well play that team first. You just conserve energy. You conserve yeah. mental mental fortitude and focus because they don't have focus by advanced GG. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, don't yet. Normally, yeah, normally I shill on my, my, my own, my personal stream. I didn't expect to shill that hard on uh, <laughs> Uh, on the old podcast, but good, good call, Richard. Yeah, but uh, that's my only theory, though. Honestly, it's that like go with go with a team you know you can shut down faster. Get out of that first round fast. Rest. Yeah, because there's a lot of games. That's that's something people. I mean, even even in esports, like you have to remember, like this is not just a regular like oh weekend or like over the course of week. This is over the course of two days. Where sometimes you may play three, four, five times. It's a lot in the span of two, three days, yeah. which is. Dude, just mentally exhausting when you have to be that locked in and trying to play at your absolute peak. It is, yeah, you're that's a very, very good point. Yeah. Um, uh, next was the Los Angeles Gladiators who mm-hmm. clinched their number three seed. And uh we weren't sure. We they had just immediately just prior, they were the lat, they were our match of the week from last week. Mm-hmm. It was Gladiators and Rain, and they whooped up on the Atlanta yeah. Rain. Glad's look great. Um, Straight up, like they're they're finally they had a couple of they got reverse sweeped twice, um, or reverse swept. Excuse my English. Uh, they got reverse swept twice. Oh, I mean to be fair, it was by two of the top teams. So they, yeah. But still, that's a that's a shaky scenario. And yeah. they came back and they absolutely stomped the Atlanta, including. Did you guys see the space rock? Yes, I did. On, on Circuit Royale. The predictive rock right at the end, yeah. It had to be... Here's the thing. So, like, I'm like, oh, it had to be one of those moments where it's like, eh, you're looking for something else and you you get a lucky, you know, pick. But you look back at the VOD, he literally, he's looking at a crowd, he's looking at other players, he turns to the empty spot, mm-hmm. fires it up, launches it, and then, bam, who um, and who did he catch? Was it... Uh, Venom, I believe. Was it Venom? Yeah. Or was it Kai? Yeah. I think no, it was I think Venom. it was Venom because Kai, I think, was playing the Widow. Yeah, because um, I, mean, I will say this about that map. Why did you play Tracer? Like, yeah. I mean, double I mean Tracer's, yeah, Tracer's always viable. You know, if played I mean, well, is always viable. But on that map in particular, it's more yeah. of the long, especially yeah, those for opening points. I'd say, you yeah. need the Echo, really. Yeah. I mean, Venom, really talented Tracer, but you could tell he couldn't play anything else. As soon as he switched to Hanzo, you could tell it was basically a 4v5 a lot of the time. Not because yeah. that it was in the respawn queue, but because he's almost like a ghost. Yep. And then you saw Gladiators playing the double sniper comp with you had aunts basically clicking heads left and right. Yep. And Kevster with a sonic arrow keeping everyone. Yeah. The, the Hanzo making an appearance. We haven't seen a whole ton of Hanzo. Kevster busted out the Hanzo. Also, I think in that series, busted out Cassidy. Yeah, when mm-hmm. they, when they went full on brawl in uh, on uh, yeah, King's Row, brawl. yeah, which I, which I, and, it, and it worked. I did. I kind of I was like, eh, this is gonna be a weird one. They, like they're gonna they're gonna get kind of shut down here, and then they won. Yeah. So it was yeah. It's uh, they, they're they're waking up to the potential. It was great to, uh, great to see space. I know like the, the chat gets spammed with cowards put in space put in space i know he's like there he, for a long time he was kind of like there face of the league but reiner man that ain't broke, gonna fix it and he's yeah he's yeah. kicking ass as well but um but they they, they call you coward up until you lose and then 
they just go toxic as hell. So, oh yeah, just win. The point is to win. <laughs> you know oh, are, you mean? are you talking about Atlanta? Or are you talking about Clay? Yeah, in general, like whenever oh, yeah. you see that, I oh, was like yeah. chuckle. I'm like, just w if they were losing and they don't make a change, that's different. But yeah. if you're winning, yeah. like, yeah, why, why change anything? It's not broken. Yeah, exactly. Don't fix it. Ain't broke. <laughs> right. And I feel like a lot of stuff's going to get a little broke after the new patch gets put in yeah. after the next thing. But uh, Glad selected Outlaws. A lot of people, so a lot of people thought they would select the rain. Because like, oh, we just stomped up on them 3-0. Let's just face them first. But no, they they chose our friends, my friends, the Houston Outlaws. Um, and what I think will be in it, a little bit, uh, and of course, uh, I can't tell, by the way, if, if did you guys watch the selection at all? I watched it, yeah. Yeah. I think they need a little bit, like some of the, the, the trash talk is not bad. But yeah. like I feel you can feel the lack of like commitment behind it. Yeah, I mean, you know, what I mean, it's like, uh, like yeah, um, it's not like we, 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 I feel like we can we can whoop up on them. <laughs> it's I'm like, saying, come on, man, say I, it with saying, your chest, say I, it with your whole body. I liked how was it the 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 fellow from the shock? He's like, I just got woken up and told to get on the camera. <laughs> oh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was Sam, right? It was Sam, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was. I love the honesty. Um, I, I don't think I, he plays. Sparkle uh, was funny or, to yeah. watch as well. Like, oh yeah, yeah Sparkle was funny. saying. He's saying. You, you're Sparkle saying. Sparkle <laughs> saying. Yeah, no. Um, He's I like, actually <laughs> think esports trash talk is pretty. Like, it's it's pretty weak. Um, it also doesn't help that you know you're you can't you can't you can't make it up if there's no legitimate reason to dislike and like these are just generic brand name teams that you know like and yeah. all these like their relationships with the players there's no loyalty to the team there's no loyalty to the org there's nothing to dislike there's no yeah. derby there's no battle of the province it's just like people trying to like try to sound like what they think trash talk is but they're not <laughs> yeah. good at it because like they're hanging out on computers all day long like you yeah. want real trash talk you got to go and actually talk which nobody does. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, all, all they'll do is like say people are, you know, part of the language, like your dog shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, real original, buddy. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. wait, wait, way to go. No, no honestly, I think, I think esports trash talks really weak. Yeah, it, it, it either doesn't go far enough or goes way too far. I'm like, that is not how you trash yeah, so talk. You just yeah. something you're, horrendously you're, that's offensive. horrendously offensive. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing? I think, I think also the fact that. You notice who they put up. A lot of the people were very humble. Like, yeah, Jay, yeah, yeah. Who's now a coach for the Houston Outlaws? He's one of the most humble people I've ever seen. Yeah. So, yeah. But like, but, but at the same time, I don't know if they're giving you an opportunity, like your camera to camera and stuff like that. Well, I, and the whole I think I think Sparkle and Hotba were a good example of of how it works. But also, yeah. And Korean players are better at it because they take it more seriously, and it is deeper. There are rivalries in, in traditional esports in APAC and they're also better media trained because as a as a role it's generally more visible like mm -hmm. esports coverage is is more common you know uh yeah you know the starcraft channel has been there forever you know what i mean so it's one of those cases where they take the responsibility a little bit more seriously they'll make more common statements because there's more money on the line and more reputation it's a, it's a thing mm -hmm. whereas it's like when you take into like an na or e like an na context especially it's like you get to meme and make these jokes because no one ever sees it. No one really yeah. cares. Yep. It's disposable. Um, but I think this is one of those cases where it's like there's also not enough legacy that's built into any of these orgs. So you can't even go after it because how many of them have yeah. completely churned their entire operational staff since they started in the league, regardless of right. who they are.
right? Very right. few of them have kept it solid. And the ones that have know how to poke at people. I think they're the ones who, who are better at this. For sure. Right. And then, um, and we, we talked about it a little bit. And then finally, uh, Mayhem got left with Atlanta Rain. So we got a little bit of that, uh, that East Coast, Southeast Coast, whatever. They, yeah. The rivalry going mm -hmm. there. And uh, the last time they met earlier in the season, it was Atlanta who did who did beat them mm. with the infamous Roadhog pick? Um, a cough, cough, plex. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, but they found them themselves. Uh, they yeah. found their footing very, very well since then. So, here's my question because uh, we're going to get into like predictions and who we think are going to make it to the finals uh, at the end as we send off our predictions. But for so out of these out of these teams, and it's a bit more interesting on this one because we have eight teams. Who here's my question: Who has the best? lower bracket run who gets knocked down early but has a has a run on the lower bracket in your uh, i would say the outlaws because assuming let's say the top four teams so your shock mayhem fuel and glads all get past their first round opponents mm -hmm. outlaws seem to have have the ability to get through because because we all joke about the dante doom fist and all the rest of it but they're successful at it he, he that's so, it's another yeah. example of that like i'm like again is can in this version can hard kind of hard focusing a comp yeah can it work and i feel like not always and maybe not long term for the whole but i'm like you have there seems to be more of an ability to force something through if you're really talented at it yeah. I mean, and they can overcome make, odds and overcome they can make some micro adjustments like we've seen in pelican flex between the genji and the echo and the tracer so they got that as a contingency plan as well. And I think realistically, overall, they've started to understand what counters them. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that's also going to be a factor. Like they could make these mini adaptations. True. And we and we have we have seen Piggy coming in more, who is their more traditional tank player for yep. Houston. Um, and even to call back to what we're talking, even brought out another honorable Rhine mirror yeah. <laughs> on circuit Royale of all places against yeah. London. And um, it's weird. It's like they want, that was a weird, weird scenario. Cause like they won the map. And I mean, I even messaged uh, the, like the, the team manager. And I was like, were you guys terrified when Piggy like busted up the Rhine <laughs> against hottie? They're like, we were all scared for, for, for a couple of minutes, but <laughs> like, and to be, I think hottie probably got the better of him. Rhine V Rhine. But the, mm -hmm. the the team obviously ended yeah up the team the quality came through yeah mm -hmm. so okay you Lex thinks outlaws have the most likely of a good lower bracket run uh, excuse me Plex does Richard what about you oh Do Toronto because I'm completely biased <laughs> <laughs> how did, why did I even need to ask no, Toronto's okay, gonna have take a the bias out of the equation run. sir I, I actually think they could away. do pretty well um honestly like quite frankly sure. I, I you know we you know. I think it's funny because everyone wants to tag them with this. Uh, oh, there's drama around the team and this and that and speculate this and hypothesize right. that. But the team's looking pretty good, you know, overall. Like, look, they're going to get out muscled by a lot of a lot of folks. But look, assuming they don't, they, they lose to. OK, let, let's just assume they got to play. So they get knocked out. Right. So they go down first. Yep. Um, they'd be playing outlaws. Right. Because I'm, I'm assuming glads are going to beat outlaws. Is that I mean, how the, the I, I I would never assume anything, but yeah, no. So it's it's fuel defiant, glads outlaws. Yeah, so they probably but, be playing outlaws lower bracket. And I think they can pull off that win. They've because, done it before, right? Well, and the thing is too, it's that you know you've got the benefit of like learning styles as well too. 
I think Muse has a ton of potential. Oh, hey, there you go. Like Bert actually posted this too. I think Muse has like a ton of potential. We've seen a, a lot of stability there as well too. Um, we've seen use of their bench. We've seen them flex a little bit more. And yeah. I think they've actually picked up some momentum. Um, I I think, yeah, I want to see what happens with Muse. Because there's so much. Like, now, it's not about you just have to Fair shut point. him down. But yeah. again, it's one of those cases. And we've also seen like, specifically like Choron can really 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 you know, beat the crap out of folks um you know i just hope people get his name right because i did hear one of the casters call him krong in one of the games oh. so i did think that was funny nope. totally different yeah. player i know it's like, yeah. <laughs> Chorong, isn't it yeah different different position <laughs> different yeah. player different yeah. team different um, everything. no but but honestly i actually think they could do up have a pretty pretty good run you know, um, never forget, like Toronto is one of those teams where organizationally, right, we're never supposed to be there. We were never supposed to be there when the team started, yet we made it to the playoffs. And, you know, yeah, we get we got booted up by Atlanta in the first round, but we were built off of the back of Stellar yeah. running Brig. And everyone's like, who the hell Stellar? I'm like, that's the problem, you guys. You're looking at the game all wrong. He got more fantasy points as a Brig player for anyone who chose him than pretty much anybody else in the league. Right. So it's one of those cases where Toronto's got nothing to lose as, a, as an organization. You're never supposed to be there. You're like a you're the, a Canadian team that, you know, whatever. It's like you're you're not really much. And I've always thought that that's one of those things that can help, you know, as, as long as they can yeah. just keep their system going. Just like don't panic. Like that's one of the things like, you know, have yeah. those weird, you know, panic, don't pull a Kellen where you do weird panicky stuff, you know, like on Excelsior. But yeah. I, honestly, I really do think they could actually do quite well. But, I, you know. I, I well, how far it goes? I mean, who knows? Because in sure. the end, you're going to be up against a team like Shock or Fuel Somewhere in the in finals, the, in the, and they're going to just yep. out muscle you in yeah. the yeah. end, right? But I think, yeah, when you look at the lower half, you know, look, you got to look at the map differentials, right? There's not a huge. There's basically two splits. You got the top two teams, and then everybody else. Yeah, the right? top two have pulled like, away pretty. Yeah, and look at the map diffs. Like they lose games, but the map diffs are actually better for Toronto than they are for Justice. So it's like you got to sort of like think it through that. They can pull this off. They just pull them off in the wrong order. So, like I said, it's like baseball stats. People are looking at things wrong, right? Your ERA doesn't matter, right? A batting average doesn't matter, right? It matters what happens in the scenarios in which those things happen. And Toronto's actually just, they're getting, they've got the material. It's just happening in the wrong combinations, which is why the map wins aren't occurring. Sure. Yeah. Right? I, but, I can see that. Yeah, but really, it's like you look at the map diffs, and they're actually in a pretty decent spot. So, and they've been getting better. So that's where I'd like to see again, like, yeah. Plus, I'm also completely biased. Of, co yeah, also of course. And, and we, we like... expected nothing, nothing <laughs> less. Right. And I think Justice yeah. could actually surprise us too. Like, it's one of those cases where yeah, they get like knocked Mayhem down. Yeah, another one that... Yeah. It could. Mayhem... I, one thing I've noticed with Gunbar is he sets his team up essentially for the match. He doesn't go, okay, we're going to hard practice for this team and then don't worry about the other one he will have a set play for each team like we saw the checkmate sombra against houston outlaws mm -hmm. for example to try and shut down dante i was gonna say mm -hmm. it's a good a counter to doom because you haven't yeah. seen a lot of sombra but it's a good counter to doom yeah. fist yeah and then again against justice they put hydro with a support line so yep. so shut down it's subtle things that gunbar is really good at I've noticed as a coach. And I'm curious to see, you kind of bring that up and then it makes me, you know, it, it's hard to tell. Nobody ever knows. I hear about this all the time, especially with esports coaching. It's like, there's, there seems to be two schools of thought. Is like, cause a coach 
some people will say like doesn't really have it's just, it comes down to the players and who's the IGL and who's kind of doing you know yeah. leading the team in game mm-hmm. and co- what it, what does a coach really I hear a lot of what does a coach do and there are some who are just like straight up some coaches are they're they're kind of just rah rah you know they're there for morale mm-hmm. and just kind of keep everybody going keep spirits up others are more strategically based so I'm yeah care, this is another thing with with Overwatch too is, is that a coaching style going to be a little bit more impactful in these yeah. setups like you said picking picking layout uh, lineups and everything to go against certain teams mm-hmm. yeah i mean the thing that's also important to know i mean i've said this before gunbar spent part of last year coaching in valorant and you can see the valorant-esque tendencies in this mayhem squad mm-hmm. and how they play the cover where they take engagements mm-hmm. it's like it's not like we're just gonna dive in here and hope yeah. for the best we're gonna go okay we'll deliberately lose this fight to get a better fight further on the map so it's there's a lot of well thought out yeah exactly Hmm. it's like a lot of teams are literally just trying i mean with shock their whole strategy is build ults as quickly as possible and Mm -hmm. use it to create the overload that's just so it's like if you see every team play the exact same composition there's a time where you can tell the stylistic differences that's something I've sort of picked up on over the years. For sure. Absolutely. Um, one thing I wanted to see real quick. So before we go on and move to our final, our predictions, who we think are going to be in the finals of the kickoff clash, both regions, and select who we think is going to win. I want to touch briefly, because a lot of people have, have talked about it, the little bit of the, uh, we, we mentioned it earlier, the quote-unquote, social media minefield um, yeah. <laughs> that they're going to, and this calls back to the trash talk thing. And so to, yeah. to give a very, very, very brief um, overview, Gator from the Atlanta rain, who is, is kind of one of their kind of one of their in-game leaders. And again, he's the guy who typed that it's not coming home last year. He li- likes to have some cheeky trash talk. He's the one we talked about earlier, wanted to square up to hottie in the Rhine mirror. And, um, and, there were, and then may, maybe even had, had said something else and then kind of went on a, oh, there was also the blacklisting thing that from London who had kind of claimed, alleged that, that Atlanta had not chose, like forced them to not play each other in scrim blocks and things like that. Um, so pe- people kind of piled on Gator. And so now it kind of brings in this argument of, and you know, J- Jake from the outlaws who kind of stepped in and there's a lot of people kind of from the industry Trying to say blocking people on social media is a perfectly normal response to trolling, just like fans can hate if they want to. Players can and should block it out. So, because Gator started blocking some casters for making jokes, a bunch of people in the league and things like that. So, I guess my kind of question is, where is the like? Because he brings up a good point. You know, of, of course, I think a lot of us feel like, yeah, if you're going to dish it out, you got to be able to take it. Yeah. But I would say for most of us, in a one-on-one scenario, we get that. Like, hey, if I'm going to talk crap to you, Plex, or you, Richard, I better expect a, a dig back at me. Hmm. But does that mean should a player or somebody in the public eye have that idea of like, it's not just when I'm tweeting something out, when I'm saying something, it's not just a conversation crap talk between me and another player. You have that there's thousands of people who might pile on you and call you and start really hmm. trolling you. So like, is this a case of don't dish it out if you can't take it or do we think someone like Gator is justified in in kind of trying to put the the block machine out in full force? 
you know, I don't know. I, for me, I'm like, you can say whatever you want. And then, you know, if you block people later because you don't want to be a part of it, that's okay too. I mean, you're under no obligation. What are, the, what are the, your media requirements here? You know what I mean? And the big mistake that a lot of these folks make is that these are not like standard media outlets. These are the handles that oh, they use yeah. for everything else, right? Yeah. So yes. I'm like, in the end, it's like, you have no obligation to have to play into this. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the, the desire for being seen or for whatever clout that people want, sure, it's fleeting. I don't know why people do it. It's so bloody ephemeral, but that's why they do it. This entire um, business model is built off of this. Is what esports largely is, but like, look how well it's actually going. Like, so, and so what? So what if somebody chooses to block you? This is not like somebody who's in political office who has a legal requirement to have to listen to the opinions of people who've elected them. Yeah. This is a pro player in a game. And it's not about that they're playing video games for a living. I always think it's so funny that people like are so dismissive and they try to try to say, well, this is just video games. So I'm like, well, what the hell is like you play baseball for a living? Like, what what the hell is that? Does that make it? I agree with that. Right? No, it's so yeah. stupid that we're people so professionals. Say that. That's, that's yeah. That's but the point is, the you, you yeah. have no like you're not there just so people can like beat the crap out of you. And if you don't want to be a part of that, that is also like literally not your job. Right. Oh. Your job is to perform in game. Right, whether it's on a court, on a rink, or an Overwatch, and if you choose to block people or casters, well, hey, quite frankly, if you're the caster and you're doing things that are getting yourself blocked, or or it, like let's say you did something, you went out there, you're actually a voice. You're actually paid to be a media voice. That's a fair for, point. <laughs> for for a centralized yeah. league. You're the one committing the problem. You're supposed to be a caster, which means you you're not on color commentary. Like, if you're like Stephen A, you say whatever you want. It doesn't matter because that is your job in that context. And truth be told, I'm certain some people will be like, yeah, I'm going to block Stephen A because he's a, I think he's a douchebag. Sure, mm -hmm. you can do that, right? But I think it's silly for people to be like, this is why I think it's so funny, right? Because in esports, everyone's like, we're transparent and we believe in these things. I'm like, one, you're not transparent. No, yeah, no. Like, uh, no, you're not. You're Secondly, just because you're transparent doesn't mean you have to like leave yourself open to things. I think it's hilarious. I think it's laughable that we're literally like entering, like we're coming out of mental health month and everyone's like, well, you should be open to this. Don't block anybody. You can't handle it. And I'm like, how can you be saying that in the same time you're telling people it's okay to not take be care okay. of your, yeah, you got to take, take care, care of, your of yourself, health. but not unless it's a, it's, it's a form of our entertainment, like that, you, that you're a selfish yeah. prick if you do that. And that's when I see this and I'm like, I think you can do whatever you want because again, your job. Yeah here is to play the game and to do it well and to focus on your team and be in the best position you can be to help your teammates and help your city and help your org and whatever it takes to get there this is fine and if all they're doing is ignoring the chirping more power to them yeah sure I mean, one thing i think should be said is that you don't know how someone's going to react to what you say it's like i could say something to matt as a joke but he may not take it as a joke mm -hmm. he may find it offensive I think that's also another fact. It's like all these people piling on Gator, he may not not appreciate that. It's mm -hmm. like I've not read anything like that. I've, I know the general idea of what's been going on. I just because I will admit, here open disclosure, I'm not the best at social media. Never have been, never will be. Mm -hmm. It's just a case of I feel like like it's a case of he's doing this to. to I'm just trying to think of the best way to put this. This is not him sort of running away from the problem. It's him trying to solve the problem from his perspective. Because, as I said, 
head. We may think it's a joke. Yeah. He may not. Right. So yeah. Well, yeah. you know, so uh, Super Black Guy has a great comment. It's so funny because uh, that's why I laughed. Sorry, I didn't mean to chuckle. I wasn't chuckling at what you were saying, Plex. I just happened to read the comment. But his comment was, you know, esports are built on this look at the Call of Duty League and their trash talk is wild, and including the team's Twitter joining in. But I feel like Owl, uh, this is uh, this is a great quote. But I feel like Owl Twitter is the Weenie Hut Juniors of esports trash talk, <laughs> where we got to walk on eggshells on trash talk. You're so bang on on this mm. because this is sort of the reality right it's um and and speaking of what Bert, Bert, Bert is saying he goes you should apply to be the smm for defiant i i can't because um i think i told you folks before when i was heading up revivals uh creative i had one rule and my rule was no memes um because i feel like this is an issue right oh, yeah. it's that you would never and when plex and is talking about like not being good at social media like that's a good thing because you got to understand, if if the only measure of success is that more people like it, it means definitionally everything you have to say has to be pop. It has to be the most easily yeah. digestible, simplified, popular opinion, right? Which means you can't actually do anything. You can only say what people want you yeah. to say. You're like Bart Simpson. Say the thing. Say the line. Say yeah. the line. I mean, Trend like, and meme. Trend what, like, and like, like, meme. It's kind of like it's, the opposite of content all you're doing is basically giving up your brand and to, to basically be the most generic possible thing yeah. and it's so bad <laughs> it's like also i think matt can attest this like everyone remembers you for one thing and people are so obsessed with that one thing they were like hey do the thing do the thing do the thing and yet you're trying to move on from that well so no i think this this is different and i think what we're saying here in, in the sense of yeah. it's just the social media presence of all the, of these yeah. teams and everything is all just right. Instead of, you know, we call it creating content, but it's just, yeah, it's just what, what is the meme? But, everybody's joking but about. There's nothing right created. No, this is just reflection of what exists. And there's it no would be as if everybody there. had the same finishing move because it was popular. Oh my God. The GTS looks cool. Now everybody do the GTS. Yeah. Could you imagine if that's how you, you, you handle wrestling or, or if, like, it's so lame. Like, what, this is one of the only cultures where everyone is so desperate to be exactly the same as everybody else. Yeah. You got to look the same, dress the same. You got to have the same backgrounds. You got to have the same look for your, you know, your, your backdrops. And I'm like, you want to know why people have so many challenges? Like how, why so much youth or even older fo like folks think about it. All they want to do they're so desperate to belong in their heterogeneous little sphere of isolated influence that they'll just do whatever the other people do. Which is why it's so yeah. funny. It's why the world is so small and they never see how big something can get because they think they've made it because they're popular with their 1% of, mm. of, you know, of the population that's in their fandom. And I don't know, like I actually, I saw that. I saw that a little bit, but I was, honestly, all I could think was, well, good for you, man. Nice one on you. You know, I think mm. in the end, why would we ever want, we, look, we're just telling people all the time. And again, this is one of those funny things, right? We're, we're in the space where like, you know, it's really hard on, on, on these players and they take a lot of crap. And then you want to get upset because we don't get to have full access to them and 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 they, mm. they, they have to listen to what we have to say. Talk about self-centered, complete, like misplaced belief and ownership of somebody else's existence yeah. in its entirety. Yeah. Like I, I'm beholden, you're beholden to me? get the Ooh. f out of here like get out of here like yeah. and that's why i tell folks it was my it's one of the reasons why i was always such a big believer in non-team run supporter clubs like not where you're not on the payroll you don't get yeah, nothing no, from God, them no. you got to work apart it's like 
like you got to be like a trust, you know, like Plex. One of the things we talked a lot about was I wish there were more like supporters trust, you know, where we like really work together yeah. to find these things. But the, the issue is it's that it's so sycophantic because they're so desperate to like make this their shot. There's, there's always a purpose, this underlying goal. I'm going to do this because I'm going to work for the team. I'm going to do this because this is going to get me like stop doing these things. Because Ooh. you're using it as a tool to it's achieve something for yourself. A step, yeah. Right? It's always a step. A st and we've seen that. And, you know, it's like, I want to tell these people, it's like, folks, the same people you see on the way up are the people you're going to see on the way down. Don't <laughs> yeah. forget that. That's damn Don't true. Don't ever forget that. That is a truism. It's a great. Like, yep. It's, it's very, so very true. true. You know? And, yeah. and, and, and honestly, I think people will be better off for this because in the end, it's one of the reasons why a lot of players had terrible agents. Right. And this is a kind of related thing. Like I've seen how some of the contracts look and I've seen how some of the advice is gone. And I'm like, man, stop doing things because you want something out of somebody all the time. You can do yeah. it in an open way to say, yeah. well, let's work together and everyone's going to win. But the way I, you see these things is like a certain predatory nature in, in people. And the truth is it's in everybody. So don't play into it, you mm -hmm. know, and also like. Quite frankly, this is one of the reasons why when teams are saying, oh, well, we don't have any news to talk about. Well, maybe if you didn't meme fucking 24 hours 24. a day like you don't even yeah. have a tv show to talk about like like talk about a tv show like I i'm always wondering like you're you're toronto defiant and you're like the vancouver titans like just talk about shorzy like you want a tv show to talk about talk about shorzy yeah. it's a little bit out there it's a little bit crude but it's like it's about like senior league hockey in sudbury like yeah. you can get into that like that's what i think is so funny Right, but then it's like, oh, but we gotta satisfy our media people, and we're tied to Universal Music, so we're gonna play this Control Alt Delete song because it's real popular. I'm like, this mm. is a really good way to be the most generic, sanitized, cleaned up version. But also, speaking of the trash talk thing, you get actual supporters together, and anybody could tell you this. Yeah, right. You can't say those things. You, you look, you can try, you can really try, but I guarantee you, you do that enough in person, and someone's gonna punch you in the face. And the oh, thing yeah. is, that's how you know how to learn how to trash talk. So it's how to like kind of like dig in folks and not get punched in the face. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, no one has to deal with that ever, 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 you know. And yeah. I don't know. I think it goes. It's just in a, such a weird spot. And that's why people yeah. are bad at it. They say things too like, personal, too dark. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. Well, either that or just roast your friends over the Internet like we did last week. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. But yeah. yeah. We might have another reason to roast each other. So, without further go. ado, we're so bad. We <laughs> are terrible. <laughs> we're so bad. So, well, I think Richard's the only one who's got one right so far. Yeah, who I think a, a true, like straight up victorious week had that had the the scoreline called and everything like that. Bravo. <laughs> yeah. But so before before the stream, I asked the guys to uh, we're all made our prediction not only for who's going to win in each region. But who you think the final matchup is going to be? Like who's going to make it all the mm. way to the finals through the losers bracket or whatever? Um, who are going to be your final clashes and who is going to be? And there was a lot of similarities, a couple little key differences. But without further ado, here are all of our selections. I just want to see this graphic. <laughs> so now I have at least a more clean graphic. So in the NA side, we're all selecting the San Francisco Shock. Asterisk. <laughs> on Richard, because I did not accept his answer. I didn't tell him this, but I didn't. He basically told me, he goes, he thinks it's going to be the gladiators and the, and the shock and quote, but something funny is going to happen. And Toronto defiant is going to win it all. It's true. So, <laughs> it's true. 
I could I would not accept that answer because it's crazy yeah. pants and it is it is the ramblings of a madman drunk on Tim Hortons. And so <laughs> I did not allow it. So I just I have to I do assume, prefer McDonald's coffee. Okay, fair enough. See, <laughs> now your sanity is returning. But um, but generally, I think San Francisco looks very good. You guys yeah. think the gladiators will make the finals. I yeah. still think the top two are gonna end up there. I think it's gonna be Dallas, who maybe Hits it skid somewhere in like round two or something like that, and then battles back uh, to the finish. But we're all feeling, logically speaking, Shock has got this pretty pretty locked in. Yeah, just on form and just they've, mm-hmm. I think they've only dropped like two or three maps the whole stage. Yeah, the the map diff for Shock is you would pretty. Have thought, you would impressive. have thought with a team full of rookies that we'd be doing this well. Fuel Shock. So, I'm looking at the um, Super Black Guys predictions because I have a feeling they'll come back and haunt us. Yeah. He's saying Fuel Shock, okay. Fuel Wins so, Sport 2, Richard. Spark Dragons. Okay, so let's throw this out there. Matt, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Why do you think the Fuel will be the second team? Oh, I mean, so Fuel has, um, I think they had, I mean, other than that 3 0 at the beginning versus Houston. They've lived up to their number two spot. I think. I think shock kind of shocked me. No pun intended. And they've they've just shot up the rankings and with good yeah. reason. Like you said, that map diff is crazy. Yeah, and all they. I think. Good. I think fuel have started to find their footing, and with the Zarya comp mm-hmm. being not full meta but pretty prominent, pretty popular. I think yeah. Uh, yeah. Hanbin well, is one of the best Zaryas in the world. Yeah, and I mean, I people are they're, they're using Zarya. That's the thing, right? Like I think. With one tank, you you can make it work, but you've got to adapt the play style. And yes, Hunter is dope. Like, that's yeah. the thing. He's dope, Zarya. So yeah, yeah, it's gnarly, okay, man. So what he can pull Rich, off. Okay, yeah. so Richard, over to you. Thirty seconds. Why do you think the Gladiators are the second team? Uh, honestly, just like pound for pound consistency, and they're just they're just solid team structure and play. They're just good. They're just a solid team, honestly. And yeah. actually, I think they have an easier bracket side. That's the other thing. If you take a look at their side of the bracket, I think they can clear it faster. Yeah. Like I say, because my argument for the gladiators is the fact that they're versatile. It's like you don't yep. see them one tricking one comp nope. the entire true. time. That's true. It's like Fuel have got Zarya Winston comps. You've got other teams have got like this one composition. Gladiators, in that match against Atlanta, we saw them play Reinhardt comp. We saw yep. them play double sniper. Sigma came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double sniper Sigma. And then previous matches, they could run the dive, they could run the Zara. They've got a lot of comps. So they go, okay, after map one, this comp isn't working. We'll just plug these players in instead. They've yep. got an entirely new comp. So I think so, that versatility could be the key to them going all the way. Whether it be in the winner's bracket yeah. or the loser's bracket, that could be the factor. I I I would not it, it, it's all I think it's all plausible. And I think they've been on they've been finding their footing. Uh, meanwhile, over over in the east, uh, we're all yeah. obviously feeling feeling a little bit of pink uh, anime memeiness as uh, we all have sparks somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Richard, you you feel like we call back to what we talked about a little bit. Or you think Soul is going to at least push to the maybe push to the end there? Yeah, I have a feeling they're, they're going to play Spark get knocked down, and then they're going to end up in the finals. That's the thing. So, what um, makes you think that? Well. I, I don't think they can beat Hangzhou. That's that's shorter. Sure. I just think Hangzhou will just sure. beat them. And they're on the same side of the bracket of drag. If uh, I mean, you're going to win, then lose, and then end up in the final because yeah. they're better than the rest of the, the, the teams that remain. 
Um, you think Seoul is going to be Shanghai somewhere? In there. I do. I do. Okay. I mean, I, I have confidence in Seoul picking it up just based off of momentum. Um, mm. But we'll have to. I just have to see how that. We just have to see how that holds. But I think in the end, like Spark is just going to clean it up. It was for me. It was just figuring out who their opponent would be, right? But I do think Spark is going to clean this one up. Yeah, yeah I think I mean, Spark is. I, I believe in in Spark supremacy <laughs> right now. I. I here, here, but but Plex, you you still think the the dragons have the what it takes to pull it out? That's yeah, what they I, said. Mean, I mean, Spark. They've got a lot of rookies. They play this aggressive, high tempo Overwatch with no fear. But you when think it'll the dragons have, sorry, you think it'll backfire? In a way, I think it's more the fact that if Shanghai, like, can counter the properly, like Fate, I've always believed, even when it was on Mayhem, was a very calming influence, like. Mm-hmm. If they play fate, I think they should be okay. It's like he can sort of keep everybody calm and focused, things like that. Who are you? Is it really good on the Genji? Yeah, dude. Who are you? Who was kind of again from everything? I've been kind of like a meme one trick. Like who was like, yeah, he's not gonna yeah. get any playtime. Like he's just he's just sitting there, gonna be benched the whole yeah. season. You've got Lip and Fleta, but they've come in. He's played the Genji. He's fucking popped. Yeah, it's like there's him on the Genji match. You got Fleta with his versatility, he could basically play anything. You got Lip, who's basically it's kind of a similar thing with Gladius, where they have Kevster plus one other. Mm-hmm. With Dragons, it's Lip plus one other. Yep, depending on what you need. Yeah, and I think I think bring who are you in for say Gibraltar as an example. That's got a lot of Genji centric positions, sure. And then obviously, Dorada's another one where you could potentially run the Genji. Then a Fletter in reserve for the maps where Genji isn't as strong, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you've also got the consistency of Izayaki and Lee J. Gong. Granted, Lee J. Gong is a little bit aggressive, but <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, but those two could put in the work on the support line. And I think overall, Spark, no pun intended on this one might burn out in a longer series by the way did you all see was it lije gong this weekend who had the four-man boop on yep. and yeah. then and then cleaned it up by killing the last member he basically had a team wipe solo yeah it's like on lijang tower holy shit yeah see i think if it was a short three map series spark might edge it but in a longer series i think dragon's quality could shine through which they the finals will be five map best of uh, or best of seven right first to four yeah first to four okay so best yeah, so of best seven of... yes so yeah, yeah. I, that, that's a fair point with it with that like again yeah I didn't think about that because it's in a three map you could squeak out two maps but in a longer series that a little bit more of that endurance yeah. maybe the more mm-hmm. mature dragons roster has the has the edge that's actually pretty it's yeah. actually pretty interesting there Plex but unfortunately. Yeah, it is that time of the show? We have to be. Um, we all got it wrong. Although I will say, Asterisk is on the field for this one. I at least got the team right. You guys both went with Atlanta. I know. For the we should never believe match. in Atlanta. I know. We, we, we it's really hard now. to predict the games this year, isn't it? It's extremely hard. Yeah, and I um, love it. I so love what I, happens when we believe I, in a t- city that no has so much Coca Cola. Pepsi's better. No joke. I think the season is going to be the best one because it's just so volatile. You just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, dude, uh, dude metas and everything are going to shift so much. Um, 
it's going to be it's i think it'll be really interesting and especially because yeah. they're going to have to patch it's it's a new game and it's betas so they're going to have to patch yeah pretty aggressively yeah, like, watch them these bring are, back stuns you know yeah <laughs> yeah they might it's not gonna oh, be God, like, little, like not. oh this we're gonna increase the damage by half amount here or just cool down by half a second here no we're gonna pretty see some pretty significant patches as people and player and character well, the, and the new characters issue, are introduced well, too here's our big issue honestly is that if the game actually gets released before the end of the season like if it actually gets released full release which i don't it means that which i hope it doesn't because the patch frequency would increase based off of large-scale player um player response and complaints which yeah. will send us into a it'll it'll destroy the end of the league season right? i think I, it'll yeah. get so random i think we get betas through the end of the year and then the full release including the pve i'm i'm hoping quarter one 2023 is my yeah that's a long time from now well, at yes. least we'll have Gundam but, Evolution by then. But it, <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we'll keep getting any some decent beta. Hopefully they're longer than two. Three I just hope they have. We have a yeah. I hope it's more than two weeks, right? That's, yes. That's the thing. Yes. It is. So, I have, well, yeah. It's been frustrating to like watch the league and not be able to play the game. Then you go back to Overwatch yeah. One. It's like that, a sad horror. Yeah, play, that I know. Just despair and and just yeah. delusion. It just feels like know? there's a disconnect between league and player base, isn't there? Well, yeah, yeah they, it's bit. actually weird. We're watching a league for a game we can't play. It's actually completely yeah. I know, I know. And, and right. one of the reasons why it's tough to make some assessments because we're like, well, why didn't he try this? I'm like, how much harder is it to do that in the game? And yeah. we're doing it all. I mean, even we have to speculate these days off of like play requirements and shifts. But, you know, we'll see. We did yeah. do pretty badly, though. So, yeah. Preds, though. But I I'm never believing in Atlanta team. again. I chose the right. I just had the wrong scoreline. Results, I, you still I lose. Said, I know. I, I am admitting that. I'm just giving myself a little bit yeah. of a high five. Right. But Shall for we? punishment today, Plex has oh, a. Yeah. We're going to do a dramatic reading of a scene, which I've been told is ridiculous. Where do you want to? Uh, yeah. I should put it. Plex? Okay, I'm going to put the word document. Hopefully, okay. this works. Yep, I, I see it. Test this I'm in our it. section. So, so this, we have a. This is from what? Yeah, explain this, Plex. Set so, us this up is here. a scene from Blackadder Goes Forth, which is the fourth. Oh my god, such a good series! Yeah, this is from. <laughs> oh god. So, I'm just going to bring up on my side as well. So, okay, just to confirm, can you guys see it? Yeah, I'm, I got, I got it. it up on. I screen. got it open. Yep. Okay, so, so the scene is so, so the episode's called Captain Cook, and it's based the whole premise of Blackadder Goes Forth. Blackadder's trying to get out of going over the top in World War One. Okay. So, so in this who, scene, who's who? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to give us a setup, and I'll assign characters. Okay. So okay. the setup is this: Blackadder and his two lackeys, Baldrick and Lieutenant George, okay. have been sent out into no man's land to draw enemy positions and things like that, it's like reconnaissance. And they're trying to dodge gunfire and keep their heads down, things like that. Okay. And this is the scene: they've just arrived in no man's land. They're trying to pick up what's going on. So I'm going to play the part of Blackadder for this. Okay. okay. Richard, you're going to be playing Lieutenant George. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. You know who Lieutenant George is, though, just so, so I know. Yeah, I've, I've, it was a long time ago. I was like... He's a well-meaning... 10 or 11. He's well-meaning, and he's a bit of a ditz. <laughs> so, All right, cool. Bit of an, bit of an airhead. Oh. And then, Matt, you're going to be playing the part of Baldrick. And this is the reason why... Of course, I'm the ball. Yeah. Well, it's not because of that. <laughs> it's because, well, Baldrick... For those who know Blackadder, is a complete idiot. 
<laughs> then it's very apropos. I've oh, never seen this show. I have no idea what the premise is or what. Yeah. It's oh, it's a wonderful show. Yeah. So, and obviously, Blackadder. He's the more serious. He's the one with actual brains in the trio. Oh, so. of course, you get to be that guy. Yeah, and also of because course. I, can, I might be able to pull off a Rowan Atkinson. So here we go. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this is going to be a dry read. So, <clears throat> grocery read, sales, folks. Yeah. Okay. So from the top, so Blackadder, Baldrick, and George crawling across no man's land. All right. Total and utter quiet. Do you understand? So, for instance, if any of us crawl over any barbed wire, they must not go on no account, go, ah! If you've just crawled over some barbed wire, sir. No, Borge, I can just put my elbow in a blob of ice cream. Oh, that's all right, then. Now, where the hell are we? Well, it's difficult to say. We appear to have crawled into an area marked with mushrooms. What do those symbols denote? <laughs> that we're in a field of mushrooms? Lieutenant, that is a military map. It is unlikely to list interesting flora and fungi. Look at the key and you'll discover that those mushrooms aren't for picking. Oh, good lord. You're quite right, sir. It says mine. So these mushrooms must belong to the man who made the map. Either that. E either, oh, that's either that or we're in the middle of a minefield. Oh, dear. So he owns the field as well. Gunfire, gunfire. Bang, 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 bang. They're firing, sir. They're firing. Uh, yes, thank you, Lieutenant. If they hit me, you'll sure to point that out, won't you? Oh, come on. Let's get on with your drawing. Let's get out of here. Well, surely we ought to wait for the flare, sir. You see, my medium is light. Just, just use your imagination, for heaven's sake. Wait a minute. That's the answer. I can't believe I've been so stupid. Yeah, that is unusual, because I'm usually the stupid one. Well, I'm not over-furnished in the brain department. Well, on this occasion, I've been the stupidest of all. Oh, now, sir. I will not have that. Baldrick and I will always be more stupid than you. Isn't that right, Baldrick? Stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah! Stupidy, stupidy, stupidy. Stupidest, stupid, oh, stupids in the whole history of stupidityness. <laughs> Finished? I think the obvious point is is this. We'll go straight out to the dugout and do the painting from there. You do the most imaginative, most exciting, possible drawing of German defences from your imagination. Oh, I see. Now that is a challenge. Quite. Cool. Now, come on, let's get out of here. Oh, sir, just one thing. Uh, if we should happen to tread on a mine, uh, what do we do? Well, normal procedure, Lieutenant, is to jump 200 feet into the air and scatter yourself over a wide area. <laughs> and, and scene. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like I'm doing this character that the George no justice. It the delivery yeah. is so well, it's Hugh Laurie. That's so, why we're oh, so is it? Hard. Yeah. It's Hugh Laurie, yeah. That's yeah. Baldrick is Tony Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. You've got I, I I'll think show you. you can actually the Black Adder series is actually available. I think it's on Tubi or Prime, but it is available stateside. Yeah. You got to watch it. Um, all right, I'll check it out. <laughs> but I think I was Add like 11 or 12 when I watched it. Yeah, I mean, my dad's got the out. box set, so I've got yeah. no excuse not to know it. Brilliant. <laughs> well, so anyway. folks, yeah, that, that, uh, that'll do it. We all got it wrong. We'll see if and how we get it. I don't know how we're going to do this because we picked like two winners and we picked the final. I don't know. We're going to figure out something for next week. But the kickoff clash starts on, is it starting on Friday or does it start on Thursday technically? Uh, depends on where you are. <laughs> I mean, well, so the, yeah, 
different time zones and all that. But in the in the West, they, I don't think there are any Thursday games. I don't believe. Uh, so let, let me, I let don't believe so. Sure. No, I, th- I, th- I think no, it all kicks Thursday, off Thursday. properly on Friday, yeah. is it? Uh, no, Thursday, Thursday. Oh, right? there, there uh, are some Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, Washington and San Francisco, Thursday at 3. All right. Well, then there you go. Um, so keep an eye out for those. Um, also, keep an eye out for an announcement coming from either the Discord, uh, my social media, I'm in, uh, Richard and Plex will share it. Uh, there's something we're looking forward to sharing with you over the next day or two regarding the kickoff clash. So yes. keep your eyes on social medias. Hit the Check us out on the Discord. And uh, guys, until next time, Keep your eyes on the kickoff clash. Things are imploding. And so for the great Yamamoto bear, for Plexomatic, for the drama king, we have been overbotched. You don't do the same. Until next time, everybody, take care.